The house was easily searched. They went through the few outbuildings first and then turned their attention to the building itself. Mrs. Rogers' yard measure discovered in the kitchen dresser assisted them, but there was no hidden spaces left unaccounted for. Everything was plain and straightforward, a modern structure devoid of concealments. They went through the ground floor first. As they mounted to the bedroom floor, they saw through the landing window Rogers carrying out a tray of cocktails to the terrace. Philip Lombard said lightly, Wonderful animal, the good servant, carries on with an impassive countenance. Armstrong said appreciatively, Rogers is a first-class butler, I'd say that for him. Blore said, his wife was a pretty good cook too, the dinner last night. They turned into the first bedroom. Five minutes later, they faced each other on the landing. No one hiding, no possible hiding place, Blore said. There's a little stair here. Dr. Armstrong said, it leads up to the servant's room. Plore said, there must be a place under the roof for cisterns, water, tank, etc. It is the best chance and the only one. And it was then, as they stood there, that they heard the sound from above. A soft, furative footfall overheard. They all heard it. Armstrong grasped Plore's arm. Lombard held up an admonitory finger. Quiet. Listen. It came again. Someone moving softly, furtively, overheard. Armstrong whispered. He's actually in the bedroom itself, the room where Mrs. Rogers' body is. Plor whispered back. Of course, best hiding place he could have chosen. Nobody likely to get there. Now then, quiet as you can. They crept upstairs. On the little landing outside the door of the bedroom, they paused again. Yes, someone was in the room. There was a faint creak from within. Plor whispered. Now, he flung open the door and rushed in. The other two closed behind him. Then all three stopped dead. Rogers was in the room, his hands full of garments.